General Election Coverage 2016 with the Anglo-Celt. So, uh, you look like you're in now, are you? No. No. Definitely not until the, the, there's a declaration of what the result of the, the transfers is, Paul. So we've a while to go yet. They save another hour and a half and we'll have an idea. Uh, what, what are the tallies looking like for these figures, do you know? Um, I, I, to be honest, I'm not long here, so I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay. Well, what's this campaign been like? Have you, have you, did you actually did you sleep last night? No, <laughs> or the night before, for that matter. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster, a, a roller coaster, because it was such a short uh, lead-in time to it, you know. And it was a matter of gathering the troops together at very short notice and getting them organised and uh, getting get, getting the show on the road, if you like, in terms of getting out there and canvassing. And it was such a huge area to cover and two counties to cover as well. Um, Everybody's shattered and exhausted, and I certainly didn't do it by any means on my own. Great team, great team, working day and night at this for the last five weeks. Did you back yourself? No, I didn't. <laughs> I wish I did, but no, I didn't. Is it, um, you were out at very late to Fianna Fáil ticket. Do you yeah. think that, in a, in a strange way, gave, gave you more momentum than other campaigns that Probably. had gone stale? Yeah, I mean, you could make the argument both ways. You could say, well, I didn't have, I felt I didn't have long enough to get to everywhere and meet everyone that I would have liked. In a lo- local election, I would always comb the area in terms of, like, you know, you would ne- try to get to every single house. Mm. This It wasn't possible in five weeks' time, so we had to be very strategic in where I went and strategic in where we sent the canvassers, you know, and... Um, it's, it certainly paid dividends in terms of the strategy that was put in place and I'd like to thank my director of elections who is Seamus Jordan uh, in Bailborough who really put us all, on, give us our marching papers and told us where to go and what to do and also my campaign manager um, PJ Barry who's the, the chairman of the local common as well, they're a fantastic sort of uh, overarching uh, overseers if you like of the whole project or campaign and uh, there to, I, I would, wouldn't have happened without them Initially at the, I was at the selection convention and that was a, almost a three to one against you being added to the ticket. Mm. What changed in the meantime? Now that I'm talking to basically, all, I'm not just going to jinx yeah. it at TD. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I always feel with conventions they're perhaps not as reflective as how you might do in a in a, in a general election or a local election for that matter, because it's uh, I suppose. It's a it's a different it's a different setup, you know, and it can be more controlled in some in some ways. Uh, and I think you know, I always felt if I got on the pitch and got on the field that I could make make a good stab at it. And there were there were actually, I suppose there was a little bit of controversy about you being added that late. Did, did, that didn't do you any harm, I thought. I don't think so. I think people, people knew who you were. they knew who I was. I have my work done in the local electoral area. Uh, I have been working them on them for the last couple of years, and I think that stood to me. And um, you know, I, I always made the argument, made the point that Fianna Fáil needed to be very um, objective about it. They needed to be thinking more of the, the bigger picture rather than individuals. And I felt we should be, you know, trying to maximise the vote. And I felt that I could always that there was there was a seat there which we know traditionally was there by Rory O'Hanlon, which straddled the two counties. And I always made the argument you know there, there should be a seat there straddling the two counties. So am I talking to the TD who got elected for the party she was fighting? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I mean, look at... <clears throat> The one thing I'd say about this election for Fianna Fáil is it was highly competitive because there were three candidates in it. No other political party in the constituency but three candidates on the field. Yeah. It made it more competitive and I think it made everybody really step up to the mark in terms of we went everywhere 
to find votes, to get votes, to get people out to vote. And I think it's paid dividends to the party at large when you consider we may have one, two seats in a four-seat constituency. And besides the hard work and giving credit to all your organisation, your helpers and your supporters, what kind of issues was this one and last time? What, what were the actual issues? That were coming up on the doorstep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, look at mortgage arrears was the big one. Uh, the north-south interconnector was another one. Uh, student fees is another one. Um, and student accommodation and, you know, how p- parents are supposed to the pin of their collar in terms of trying to... Uh, they're working and they're, trying, they're, they're not getting college grants and then they have accommodation fees on top of that uh, to keep their, stu- their, their, their children in third-level college. And it's becoming more unattainable uh, for, for students to actually get that third-level qualification because of student fees. Um, other issues are coming up in, in the farming sector, the volatility and pricing was coming up a lot. And one, I suppose, my own hobby horses since I've even been on the council is about Main Street rejuvenation, the small indigenous businesses, the small and medium enterprises, the crippling uh, of commercial rates that there is on those. And I think worst of all, the fact that there's absolutely, when the, those people take a risk and go out there and provide their own jobs and provide jobs for others in the county, that if, if anything goes wrong, there is nothing there to support them. Nothing. And I think that is one thing that I'll certainly be doing my best to try and change, that there is social protection brought into the system for people in small and medium businesses who are self-employed. What's the rest of the t- of the, the day hold for you? Today? Yep. Another couple of hours of a wait, and we'll see what happens then, you and know. And then then, <coughs> then um, I suppose, the, the, as you can see, the whole team is here. There's about 50 or 60 people here waiting with bated breath. So whatever the result might be, I do think that we've uh, achieved a lot here today, and we have got a good result, regardless of the outcome from here on. And I think everybody's quite happy and buoyant with that particular result and anything after that is a bonus. Thanks very much Neve Smith.